Hello! If you're listening to me, then you have downloaded one of the archival episodes of Pod on Pod. This is a show that doesn't really exist anymore. I am Joel Sharpton. I'm one of the hosts. Josh Shirley is my co-host. And for a couple of years, we reviewed podcasts under the title of Pod on Pod. We have since moved. And you can now find all of our reviews, subscribe to us, and get the latest stuff at alwayslisteningpod.com. Or follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, at alwayspod. Or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash alwayslisteningpod. Now... Enjoy the review. There's only 24 hours in a day. I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way that I could know just what I want to listen to. There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through. Where the world is dark and boring, let us do your Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts because it's not your daddy's radio. And we're your hosts, Joel and Josh. And this week we're going to be discussing Ivy Envy. Uh, every week we bring you a different podcast because it, there's so much out there. There's something literally for everybody. As a matter of fact, there's probably two or three dozen shows for everybody. And we want to try to make sure that you're exposed to all of them. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about Ivy Envy. It's a baseball podcast specifically about the Chicago Cubs. And uh, Josh, uh, this is a show that you've been listening to. You're more familiar with. So you lead the conversation. Yeah, I'm a Cubs fan, so whenever I was first introduced to podcast, didn't really understand what it was. I thought it was radio that was just repackaged and put out. It was like recorded. It wasn't live radio. It was just recorded radio. Right. And not even not for the internet, but like I, I did this on TV or I did this on radio and somebody clipped the inter- the audio and put it up on the internet. Right. Yeah. So there which, are couple- which there are shows like that. Yeah, but there are a couple of shows, only – Two or three shows that I listened to, I didn't know what else was out there until I started enjoying those enough that I started searching for my own interests. Well, it, when you first get into podcasts, it can be a little overwhelming if you if you find a show, especially if you find a show that you really love. What happens generally is you turn into evangelist right away. You start telling people, hey, do you know about this podcasting thing? There's all this stuff for free. This stuff's just out there for free. Do you know that? Right, but some of the shows I listened to, one of the few shows that I listened to in the beginning would sometimes be two hours long. I was like, man, I don't have time. To listen to? To listen to? more Any more. This right. is all that I got. Right. right. And come find out, dude, there's... There's podcasts that are 15 minutes long. There's some that's 20. There's some an hour, two hours long. Uh, so not only is there a podcast for everybody, there's a podcast for everyone's schedule. Yeah, for everybody's schedule. Uh, something Whether you the kind of person that listens on your commute or whether you're the kind of person that listens on your morning walk or whether you're the kind of person that listens in the toilet, there's something for everybody. Or, on, or in the field on the combine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, or in the business room. Yeah. In the business room, in the meeting room, in the boardroom, in the bo- or in the boardroom. So this was wasn't the first sports podcast that it came across, but it was the first very specific podcast for something I was a fan of. Okay, um, and it's called Ivy Envy. Uh, it started as a blog in two thousand and seven, uh, and then became a podcast in two thousand and eight. All right, so they've been they've been at it a while. It's six years now. They've got six seasons. That's right. Wow. And their slogan is, strong opinions and marginal analysis. 
Uh, self-deprecating humor is Always something good. that these guys. Yeah, it's good for anybody, but definitely these guys are good at it. It's something that they all incorporate. And again, when you're, I mean, it's not exactly that they're competing against ESPN, but the fact well. of the matter is they are. I mean, they they are in a way. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. Most people get all of their sports content from one location, whether that right. be ESPN TV or ESPN.com or radio or whatever. And I love ESPN, but the thing that just aggravates me the most is on the scroll I'll see there's a team I'm interested in or there's a player I'm interested in, but it's five segments away. Right. And you want content about the things that you want and you don't care about the three sports that you don't follow so what ends and up the happening 20 teams that you don't follow yeah so what ends up happening is like oh i'll just switch to something else i do watch and i'll come back and catch it and you miss it and i f- miss it that's what dvr is made for my friend or that's what podcasts are for and especially with this one i'm interested in everything they have to say boy i wish i could say the same <laughs> um so it started in 2008 it's a weekly podcast, but it's also broadcast live when they record it on Sundays. Uh, yeah, live streaming something a lot of shows do. I, you and I have never done it uh, on one of our shows. I, I don't. I mean, it, I understand the reason why people would want to. Certain kinds of content lends itself more right. to doing this. The big thing that it does enable is a live conversation. You can have people listening live and chatting and responding in in time with the show. Right. And, and so you can catch it at ivyenvy.com slash live. Uh, now, if you just go to ivyenvy.com, they have the blog, they have the live broadcast, uh, and they have the podcast. Yeah, of course, it just occurred to me, for their show in particular, it would be beneficial to do the live, the live streaming, too, because they're going to be doing it after games a lot i would imagine so like hey cubs just played we can do a live stream and then that just goes into the podcast well we don't they have to also make a do they file. also do an in-game chat oh in-game chat yeah oh all right cool so you're getting a lot of content from these guys yeah these guys are very content. active uh what's the team size i mean the, the the group for not the not for the cubs i mean for ivy envy how many uh, how many people are we talking how about? many hosts yeah there's three hosts uh, you've got Corey, Andy, and Kirk. Um, and Corey's pretty much the lead host. Uh, he controls the action. He moves it from segment to segment. In each segment, the other guys kind of have their homework of what they're going to do in the segment. And it doesn't, it, it's pretty consistent in how the show runs. Uh, so the way that we break down shows every week is uh, with four categories audio quality, uh, host likability, production values. The content itself, and then we're going to give you an overall rating out of a possible two earbuds. So first thing right off the top, let's talk about audio quality. Every time that we review a show, we're going to give you at least the basis of three different episodes. Now, you listen to this show on a regular basis, so you're listening from from dozens and dozens, maybe a hundred episodes or something. I I listened to three and a half, actually, of this show. Um, And and over the course of those three episodes, I, I feel like I got a pretty good sample because one of them in particular had a little bit of a, a sound hiccup. One of the more recent episodes, uh, there was some issue with their recording, and so we got the live stream instead of the normal audio file. It, it does happen. What and what I like about this is just in in um, la, uh, one of our previous episodes, Doug loves movies. When we reviewed that show, one of the three episodes I heard was recorded out of their normal environment, and the audio was very different than right. the average episode. It, this is one of the things that we talk about a lot. 
one episode is not enough to know whether you're going to love a show or not. And it can be simply because of something like this. If you happen to come into the stream at the wrong time where they've had some sort of hiccup kind of out of their control that's forced one episode to be below standard as far as audio quality, you might be judging it when that's not really what the show's about week to week. So generally, though, audio quality pretty good. These guys are not co-located. They're they're located in different places. So this is uh, one that they're putting together by Skype. My favorite thing about the audio of this show... Is that Corey always sounds the best? Yes. The producer of the show, the guy that puts it together, the host, the main host of the show, the guy that obviously is putting in the hours afterwards to edit these things, he sounds better than his, his co-hosts, even though they've all obviously got some pretty high-quality mics. You, you complain all the time that I, you get the short shift on our shows. I do. And it's because I stay in the studio. And I don't complain about it. <laughs> you complain a little bit. You remind me. You bring it up occasionally. It's nice to see I'm not the only one. It's a subconscious thing. Yeah, I I, it's natural. Hey, some of us got a golden voice. Some of us don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what about what? Do you, what? Do you, what was your opinion on the audio quality? Corey all, generally always sounds good, which is which is nice because he's the one leading the show. Now the other ones, Kirk and Andy, sometimes it, they can seem sound distant, like they're not right up in their mic. Uh, and that can be bothersome. But as a whole, it's pretty consistent. You know, it, it, one of the things that strikes me is this isn't an issue that just podcasting face uh, faces. If you if you listen to much radio, if you watch Fox News or CNN, anytime you've got a, a contributor. Someone live on, on location. Yeah. The yeah. audio and the video quality is going to be different. And there's inherently an issue of trying to bring those two things together. So you're going to lose a little bit. It's just about trying to get to a level of professionalism and a level of consistency that you can be happy with. So other than the audio quality, we're going to move on to uh, the host likability. For me, all of these guys are they're just a little dry. I know they're this re- is they're about... They're regular guys, man. Well, and I mean, yeah, that's I suppose... But if you're passionate enough about your cubbies that you run a website and a blog and maintain a, a not just a weekly, but like there are multiple shows a week often, right? You don't understand Cubs fans. <laughs> Our slogan is, there's always next year. <laughs> and this has been for decades. This has been for a century. This has been for over years. a century. You think that's a feature, not a bug. The fact that they're a little dry, a little bland, a little... You think that's because they're schmoes, normal schmoes. Yeah. All right, then. Which is the beauty of a podcast. What, that they're... Oh, that, that it can be... Average, the voice of the average guy. That it's uh, audio democracy. Yeah, there's no there's no one telling them what to, what to write. There's no story they have to lead with. There's no content that's being put together and pushed by the suits. Yeah. It's the average guy, man. Well, and, and it is a really level playing field. The, now, the downside of that is there's no one telling us what to listen to either. So that so it, it becomes more difficult to, to find content. And to be fair, these guys did get in the top 10 of, uh, of the ninth annual podcast awards. Yeah, I know, I, one of the episodes I listened to mentioned that, that they had gotten nominated or whatever. I, it, look, it's a very well done show. The length of their commitment to it is impressive. Not a lot of people were around podcasting in 2008, and not very many of them are still around now. So that in and of itself is commendable. But moving to production values, there's none. There's nothing to speak of here other than, you know, there's intro music and outro music, but that's very simple, and I don't think it's original. Uh, And 
other than that, there aren't any sounders. There's not any lead-ins. It's there's just not three any... guys talking about a team they love. They open the show. They close the show. That's it. See, I'm okay with that. But my point, it's not hard to put a little something in. And I, again, I'm not saying play a, you know, don't make it wacky morning FM DJs or anything. Right, but these guys, these guys aren't, their background's not in radio. Their ba- background isn't in sound engineering. Well, yeah, sure. But that, that leads me to, so you don't have any issue with the, with the lack of production. As think, long as, the se- as long as there are segments. Do you think it I would take away, do you think it would take away from it? Let's say let's say one of the guys decided. Yeah, like, hey, I'm listening would, to other podcasts. Think, and- yeah, I think right now it's real honest, and I think in in something as as honest as fandom, that it can be real easy to make it hokey and disingenuine. And these guys aren't doing that. So if you're saying if they were to put in more production elements or a few production elements, all of a sudden you might be saying, God, these guys sound a little bland because they're not performers, and yet they would be in this performance setting or whatever. Like they're. The attitude fits the show that they're trying yeah, to do and mirrors. it all. It'd be a put on. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. All right. Fair enough. Well, I think that my broader problem goes to the the next rating quality, which is the content itself. First of all, the actual coverage of Cubs baseball very thorough uh, and and it's amazing. Yeah, it really is something. I mean, if you're these a Cubs guys, fan, these guys are digging into the minor leagues. They're looking at the international draft. Uh, they're talking about the implications uh, of. Of the international draft and why the Cubs could go so heavy into it because it's possible that that next year and in future international drafts it'll just be rolled into the into the normal draft and there won't be any penalties for for overspending. Literally everything you just said then is like you might as well have been speaking Greek. You should listen to the podcast. <laughs> I, I did, and many of their things that they said were were Greek to me, which it's brings me to specific, my question. It's a very it, uh, again you you can go as broad as you want. For podcasts, and you can go as specific as you want. So you can go, oh, I like sports. I'll listen to a podcast about sports. Okay. Or you can go, oh, I like baseball. I'll listen to a podcast about baseball. You know what? I like the Cubs. Let me try to find a podcast about the Cubs. So the people who are going to be searching for this podcast and actively seeking it out, I think, is who we're speaking to. Yes. The average person, if you're not a baseball fan, if you're not specifically a Cubs fan, there's not much here for you, but it does point you into a direction you can go to find your own team uh, to to take your fandom and turn it into a podcast that can now become a companion piece for the season. Yes. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. And to, and to get, I understand that. And to get insight that's not being fed by the big corporations. Well, and the, you know, so my, my question I was asking myself is how do, how do you rate a show about a subject that you don't even like, let alone know, let alone know much about. I, I don't I don't care for baseball, and I'm obviously I'm not an expert. And on that's it. why I have point counterpoint. But I'll say this: the way that I was kind of approaching it was from a like a spousability factor. All right, like you and I both have spouses who are not nearly as into podcasts as we are. Right, they both enjoy a few of the podcasts that we listen to. None of them, neither one of them, listen to any every week. Neither one of them subscribe right. to any on their own. This is not a world that they've really gotten into. I, I do have a few podcasts that I very specifically have to listen to without my wife because she doesn't like the voices or she doesn't Exa- like – Exactly. But you do know the ones that she does like. Yeah. I know the one. I know the ones my wife likes. I know yeah. What, you know, if we're laying at bed at night, I know which one I can play and get away with. Yes. 
And this strikes me as one that you could very easily get away with listening to while the spouse is around. First of all, there's nothing offensive in it. These guys aren't. They're not. Although they do occasionally drop an expletive here and there, but it's very uh, few and far between, and it's in the normal course of of conversation. It's not done for shock value or anything. Uh, and even more often than that, it's done when they're reading, uh, you know, listener mail or, or listener responses or something. It's fairly innocuous. It's also it also would be pretty easy to ignore if you're if like if you don't care you about the content. It yeah, it's a, a enough of a droning sound that you wouldn't. It could just go on in the background and you wouldn't even mind it. So, for a spousability factor, I'm going to say that the content is is there. The other thing I'll give the content consistency. These guys have been there six years now, six seasons, and they're not there every week necessarily because as the season you know is out of season, they, they take a little time off here and there. But they're there often multiple times during the week uh, throughout baseball season. Well, it's also one of the podcasts. So you like back libraries a lot. You love a podcast. I, I love to dive into. The hundreds of episodes in the past, yeah. Here's a podcast like this. I think it's hard to go into the back library. Well, the content's so topical. Yeah, it's so time sensitive. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It's of it's of the week. Yeah. And and there's through lines. You know, if you listen to it a couple of times, there are there are through lines. There are stories. There are inside jokes uh, that they do. But you had would had to have caught them. And I don't think it's a podcast that lends itself well to viewing the backlog i agreed which is sad to me that's like one of the great things about podcasting i think is the if you get, if you get a good podcast a podcatcher app or if your website is well maintained the archive is so easy to find and so easy to access for most of your listeners and because of that like the long tail nature of the content is very exciting for content creators, for potential advertisers, et cetera, et cetera. And I think their website's done nice. Oh, it is really well at ivmv.com. Well, and go, go check it out if you're at all a baseball fan or if you're just interested in, in this topic of building an audience or anything. But what they make up for the long tail with is the breadth of content. Like they have a tremendous, um, uh, current breadth of content. We've got blogs. We've got, uh, these, these reviews. We've got these podcasts. It's all here. It's the all collected. Chat. Exactly. The in game chat. You put all of that together. And I think that kind of, weighs out against the fact that their old stuff isn't necessarily as evergreen as some other podcasts are. We're going to wrap things up and actually give you the rating here in just a minute out of a two possible earbuds. But before we get to that... See, I think that's confusing. I think it's a four possible earbuds. I guess it is. We each give them. We each can give them two earbuds, so we give them a, a total possible four. There you go. For the, for the show, we can rate them out of a possible four earbuds. Uh, but before we get to that... We like to give the podcast alternate names, more accurate perhaps, more true descriptions of what the show itself is. So I'm going to start you off. I, I said you could name this show To Ryan Dempster, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar. Uh, here's the thing, though. Uh, you, did, you, you, did you listen to a Ryan Dempster episode? Uh, yeah. They were, like One of the episodes that I listened to, like they – they uh, went on and on about how they felt good about a former Cubby winning the World stoked. Series. I was stoked. Well, here's the thing is he went to the World Series with the Marlins when he was first coming. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. But, <laughs> yes, I love that he ended it with the World Series. Ryan Dempster, even before he was a Cub, was my favorite player in baseball. So to join your favorite team, loved, I loved baseball it. Jesus. I have I have a T-shirt that says, Got Dempster. <laughs> 
I love the man. How about um, passes the ear test? They talk a lot on the show about passing the eye test as they're yeah. evaluating players, right. and they're all none of them are sabermetrics guys. As a matter of fact, one of the episodes I listened to, they were very specifically talking about we don't understand the numbers. We're not smart enough to get the math all the time. We really eyeball players. Does he pass the eye test? That's what. And so, to me, their podcast it passes the ear. Test. I thought uh, blue balls. <laughs> because the Cubbies are blue. That's the color, right? Well, yeah, the Cubbies are blue. They're talking about baseball. But, man, if you've been waiting for release for over 100 years. <laughs> How about at least we're not White Sox fans? Why you got to hate? Why you got to hate on another team? Uh, how about they, this is hating on your team a little bit. How about next season in review? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, all right. But, hey, man, here's the thing is since last year they've been projecting 2016 is going to be the season, man. <laughs> I think since uh, 1916, they've been projecting 2016 is going to be the season, man. <laughs> All right, I'm ready to rate this. You got anything else to add to it? I'm good. Uh, it, it's a good podcast, especially if you're a sports fan, if you're a, a Cubbies fan in particular. Um, check it out, IVNV.com. Let's give it a rating. Uh, for me, I'm going to say... Just to be fair, as I was last week to Doug Loves Movies, I didn't like the show, but I think there's the nugget of a good show. These guys get all the the fundamentals uh, downright, so to speak. They're five tool players. I just don't care for what they're they're rolling out there. So I'm going to say it's a half year bud from me. Uh, as a Cubs fan, I love it. It would be a two ear buds. In reality, it's probably a one ear bud. It's a one ear bud show for me, just because of the niche nature of the content. Well, no, I mean, I just don't listen to I just don't listen to it every oh, week. Oh, it's not your it's it's not a uh, it's not a must listen for you every week. You don't put it in the calendar necessarily, right? Like I like I'll generally listen to it during the season. I'll check out a an episode here or there during the off season, but that's that's about it. The three it's and a, a half the three and a half episodes that I have currently listened to will be the last episodes. Of that that's understandable, really. but hey, you know what? You might go out and find what. A Heats podcast. Absolutely. And that that's that's what this show is all about. We're going to bring you something different every week from the world of podcasts, and there's so many out there. If you've got a podcast you'd like us to review, email us podonpod at iCloud.com. Right on. Until next week, I'm Joel. And I'm Josh. And we'll see you at the ballpark. Two guys and a rogue. I'm one guy. I'm the other. And this is The Network.